Hey guys, good evening and welcome to the Christopher Anastasio podcast. It's uh, Tuesday, April 13th, 2021, and this is episode 60. So hit a nice round number there. Um, now, well, more than halfway to uh, the magical 100 episodes. So anyway, guys, yeah, thanks for joining me. Uh, it's going to be a quick episode uh, tonight. I uh, just wanted to share something, kind of a nugget that I've picked up from uh, my sort of newest and currently tied for most favorite um, digital mentor, Sam Ovens of consulting.com fame. Uh, I've been kind of raving about him uh, since somewhere in the high 40s episode-wise, something like that, mid-40s, high 40s, uh, is where he probably first makes an appearance in this podcast. But anyway, you know, real quick bio there on Sam Ovens. I mean, uh, you know, from New Zealand, started a uh, consulting company that uh, teaches people how to become consultants. Uh, Three levels of training, uh, successive degrees of difficulty, mastery, and expense. Um, I've, I've taken the first one, uh, consulting accelerator, probably the best training that I've ever, uh, seen by a mile, uh, that, that was bought through an online mechanism. Uh, so it's just really, really an incredible training program. If anybody's start thinking about starting a business, starting something small, something they can do on the side, uh, something that's sort of low risk, low overhead, but very high Leverage in terms of using what you've got, skill-wise, that sort of thing. Uh, it's just incredible. I can't recommend it strongly enough. If anybody had any questions about it or any doubts about it, I uh, would be more than happy to engage with you on that and, and, and let you know more about uh, the program. So can't say enough about Sam Ovens. I mean, he's a, you know just a precocious individual. I think he's like around 30, 31 years old now, uh, and he's just accomplished a ton with this um, – consulting.com uh, business that he has. So anyway, one of the things that is unconventional about Sam, and he, he's very good at teaching the basics, like how do you pick a niche? How do you present your offer? How do you penetrate a market and sort of analyze their problems? You know, how do you sell to them without coming across as a salesman? I mean, he's got all those pieces. You know, he has a whole digital marketing piece on how to run Facebook ads effectively to, to advertise your services. Uh, you know, just a very refreshing kind of take on how to, how to use Facebook ads to your advantage. So, um, so Sam Ovens covers all those types of things that you would expect. But I think one of the things, and I, and I did spend an entire, I think I spent an entire episode, if not the bulk of an episode on this one particular aspect of his training. And that has nothing to do really with business or consulting or making money. And that is mindset. And that is how to sort of perceive uh, the world around you differently, uh, see it more for what it is versus what you'd like it to be or what your perception of it is. Um, And on top of that, how to sort of optimize your existence in the world, how to cut out waste, how to avoid, you know, repetitive decision making, how to avoid, you know, a drag on the precious time that you have. Uh, The great equalizer, right? Everybody in this world has the exact same amount of time in a given day and how how to get the most out of that time and the most out of every minute of those days. So that's really what this podcast is about and what this kind of quick tip uh, that I want to share with you guys focuses on. And it's really all about this time waste removal sort of mindset shift that Sam goes through. And there's no way in this 10 to 15 minutes I could actually capture 
the true essence of how <laughs> detailed this guy gets on how much you can cut out waste-wise, how much he has cut out waste-wise in his life, how efficient he's made his life, uh, you know, down to the number of meals he submits to his personal chef to cook for him so that he keeps a healthy rotation, but it's not too complicated. I mean, it's unbelievable, guys. Like, if you ever took... Because um, I also got a chance to take some of the up-level training, which is uh, the one the program that comes after Consulting Accelerator. Um, if you guys ever went through that training, it would just blow you away the level of detail he provides uh, in the training, you know, as part of the cost of the training, um, on how to optimize every single aspect and minutia point in your life. It's It's pretty incredible, guys. <laughs> but anyway, one of the things that emerged from that um, from that that segment, if you will, or that that set of modules in the training that really stuck with me in terms of sort of a heuristic or a, a protocol that you could employ to sort of run through when you're trying to decide, like, what should I do with this particular activity? You know, should I keep it? Should, should it go? Do I need it? Do I, should I still be doing it? You know, is it important to me? Is it not important to me? Um, and, and this protocol helps kind of govern those situations. And so the protocol basically is the three steps are eliminate, automate, delegate. Okay, and that's the whole crux of this podcast. Eliminate, automate, delegate. And so when you when you come across something that you're not sure about what you should be doing with that particular activity, these are the steps you run through. The first thing you ask yourself is, do I even need it anymore? Right? Can I eliminate it? Uh, is it necessary for me to function optimally uh, for me to do that thing? You know, an example might be, um, it's kind of an extreme example in this day and age. Uh, I think most people couldn't fathom this. But an eliminate function might be, I'll give you two examples. One might be email, right? You might decide that you just don't use email anymore. Like, for example, Sam Ovens doesn't really use his email anymore. I mean, he has an account, but he talks about how he really uses uh, the messaging platform Slack, and he, and he has everybody contact him through Slack, including his wife and his, and his immediate family. Okay, so, so you know, that, that could be an example where you say, okay, what value is email bringing to me? Am I just spending a lot of time on email? Am I not accomplishing anything? Uh, if I feel that way, let me look at first, can I eliminate it? And is there some alternative that, that, is, that emerges that's better and more optimal in its place, right? Another example is, and again, this is something Sam is huge on, uh, I probably even touched on it a little bit in the uh, Sam Evans versus Gary Vaynerchuk uh, episode, I think back in the early 50s or so. But anyway, uh, Sam talks about the uselessness of social media and how it, it doesn't get you anything compared to what it takes from you in terms of the amount of time and energy and focus that it sort of sucks up from your being uh, that could be used to, you know, work on your niche, work on your product offer work on your market, work on improving what you're offering that market uh, rather than spending time trying to brand yourself on social media into sort of an echo chamber. Uh, so that's another example of something that, you know, if you, let's say you had a, a, a real bad Instagram habit, you know what I mean? And you said, okay, you know, is this getting me anywhere? Is this, is this moving the needle? And if the answer is no, it's not getting me anywhere, it's not doing anything additive, then you'd first look to eliminate it and just, you know, get rid of your account, take the app off your phone, that kind of thing. Okay, so now if you look at that and you say, okay, I can't eliminate it, can I automate it, right? So I, I need it enough to keep it around, but the question is, can it be automated? 
you know, for example, can I take the email inbox and, and automate most of the emails I have coming in with autoresponders, with filters, with, you know, bucketing type of functions or, you know, things to that effect? Um, is it something that, you know, a piece of software can, you know, re- recurrently take care of for me? Um, an example of automation might be, an imperfect example might be grocery shopping, right? So instead of going to the grocery store anymore, you might just automate the arrival of groceries at your front door using a piece of software like the Peapod platform or Instacart or, you know, whatever else is out there, okay? So if you couldn't eliminate it altogether, where you're just not having anything to do with it anymore, then you would look and see if you could automate it and let a machine take over the function for you or take over the bulk of the function for you, okay? So automate's kind of that second step. And then lastly comes delegate. And this is where, you know, you've kind of exhausted all your options. You've looked at, okay, can I get rid of it? No, I can't get rid of it. Can I automate it? No, it doesn't make sense to automate it or it's not going to work. You know, it's not going to work optimally if I automate it. It may even cause more problems if I automate it than if I do it myself. So that's where you then go to the third option of bringing a human into the loop and saying, well, can I give another person I sort of replicate myself for this particular task or this particular activity and give this other person that responsibility and delegate it out to them. And if I create, let's say, a system they can follow, you know, in other words, a set of protocols that they should, you know, uh, be aware of uh, each time they do the task or whatever, I can make them super efficient at it. I can, I can shorten the amount of time it takes them to figure out what to do or how to navigate certain anomalies and so forth. And so basically... You would, you would prep them as well as you could. You wouldn't just sort of throw, you know, you just wouldn't throw them out into the, into the ocean and, you know, tell them good luck with this task or this activity. You would get them spun up. You would try to give them as much uh, of a bearing, if you will, as you could give them on that task or activity. And then you would sort of let them fly and, and take care of it for you. So there might be a little bit of a step backward there. I know, like, personally, delegating stuff is very hard for me to do. Uh, I always run into that argument. It's just going to be faster if I do it myself than if I sit here and try to teach somebody. So that's, you know, it is a tough hump to get over, guys. I mean, if you can't get rid of it and you can't automate it, I think a lot of people get hung up on, well, I'm not going to delegate it because I'm going to take, you know, a week or six days or six months trying to, you know, teach somebody how to do this thing, uh, this task or activity. So, um, So delegate, I think, is actually the hardest one. And of course, even after you get over that initial hump and you get them going on it, now you're talking about dealing with people. You know, people are different from machines and systems. I mean, they, you know, they have variabilities and they're, you know, they have emotions and sentiments and so on and so forth. So, so working with a person, even if you've given them the perfect system and you've delegated everything to them, that can be a challenge in and of itself just to kind of keep them on track, keep them productive, keep them motivated uh, there's there's always an overhead, I think, that comes with that. And that's why I think, you know, he sets it up the way he does, where delegate is the last option. Because as I understand it, he doesn't necessarily come out and say this, I don't think, but delegating is the most complicated option because you're talking about bringing in another person and finding the right person and teaching them the right way and making sure that they learn it and then making sure they stay on track with it and making sure they stay motivated and making sure they're paid or compensated or whatever they are looking for in return. Uh, for, for taking that that task on. So anyway, guys, like I said, this wasn't going to be too long, but I wanted to kind of share this with you. It kind of been burning a hole in my brain for a little while. Uh, every time I watch a Sam Ovens video or I run across some of his material, 
you know, invariably he brings up the whole waste thing. You know, the fact that people who want to be serious entrepreneurs or business owners, you know, if they're still folding their own clothes and running to the grocery store and standing in line for an hour to get lunch, you're not going to be successful. I mean, these are the types of things that very highly successful people learned long ago we're dragging them down. We're taking away precious time that they could be working on the business, advancing the business, that sort of thing. So the quicker they could get out of those loops, they got out of them. And when they got out of them and freed up more and more time, they started to pull ahead of the pack because now you have more of that precious resource to deploy. You, have more, you, you end up with more time, even though everybody's got the 24 hours in a day, you actually have more uh, usable time than the average person who's still standing in line at the grocery store and running errands on a Saturday and, you know, just doing things that suck up that precious resource. So it's something that I think, you know, whether you guys use the EAD, the the eliminate, automate, delegate protocol or not, I think you can definitely see uh, with some thought, if if you haven't run into this before, how when you really look at your day and how it's structured and where the time goes, you really give it a critical eye. You can see that there's a lot of waste in there. There's a lot of unused uh, capacity, unused potential uh, that just gets shunted onto low-value tasks. I mean, things that, you know, you, you would not pay another person more than a few dollars or several dollars an hour to do for you. And when you put your time towards them, you're saying you're worth that amount of time, right? So if in your business you're worth $1,000 an hour, but running that errand on Saturday $7 an hour, and you choose to run the errand, you're saying, hey, my time is worth $7 an hour, not $1,000 an hour. So anyway, guys, really encourage you to take a look at Sam Evans in general and what he teaches and where he's kind of coming from with this stuff. Uh, but specifically, um, and, and I don't have a, one single video to point you to uh, that I could just mention off the top of my head right now, but there are some videos where he focuses more on this than others, and he brings up this this protocol. Uh, but if you just follow Sam, you'll, you'll, you'll run into this at some point. So Anyway, guys, going to cut it off here. Really appreciate you guys listening, uh, checking in on the podcast, sharing it, talking about it, liking it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, means a lot to me. Uh, super, super proud of the podcast. And, um, you know, just in terms of, uh, you know, trying to get, you know, quality content up here and stuff like that. So really appreciate you guys following it and uh, spreading it around. Uh, but with that, I'll uh, leave you with a good evening. And uh, thanks again so much, guys. Uh, you know, probably get another episode up. Uh, If not this week, then definitely next week you can check back for uh, episode 61. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great night. Bye-bye.